Hello, this is Mary Christopher, and today is Saturday, February the 13th, and um, Central Texas, well, most of Texas, and Oklahoma, and um, everything north of here is frozen. I'm sitting in my office, all bundled up. we still have power, and we have water and groceries, so we're in good shape. Uh, you may have seen on the news that there were major wrecks uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, and we had a couple of bad ones here around Austin. A lot of people don't know how to drive in ice or snow because we don't get that much of it here. I lived in Santa Fe, Fe, New Mexico for several years and I learned a lot about driving on black ice there which is always difficult. Um, But I haven't seen weather like this. I've been, been in Texas about more than 20 years, and I have not seen weather like this with this kind of cold. And uh, the trees are frozen, so the branches are all bending down. Fortunately, none of the trees in our yard uh, have broken limbs. It's a problem here because of the live oaks and live oak disease. So. Uh, the apparently our district fire department the firemen got out yesterday Thursday Thursday the storm hit on Thursday they got out on Friday and they were cutting down trees and moving limbs off of roads and uh, also moving limbs off of power lines or getting them away from power lines so we're just not, in this part of the country, we're just not prepared for this kind of cold. And people don't know how to drive in it. And often don't have a vehicle that's equipped for that. And my little Tacoma truck, Toyota Tacoma truck, um, is light. Even though I have sandbags in the back it's still light on the road and so it slides easily so I'm doing my best to stay off the roads and that's the weather update for central Texas we're we're going to call this the big freeze and hopefully uh, we'll get through it without too much damage or loss of life my major concern, of course, are the homeless people. We have a lot of homeless people in Austin, uh, partly due to the usually somewhat mild winter weather and also because of the virus and people losing jobs and homes and things like that. So it's a very difficult situation to deal with. 
So that's the um, weather update for Central Texas. And I hope wherever you are, it's not freezing. (laughs) It's uh, it's 25 degrees outside right now. So I'm hoping it's not freezing and that you're safe and comfortable and happy and healthy. Definitely. This kind of weather here is kind of like um, Siberia in Texas, right? I know there's no comparison to the real Siberia, but that's what it feels like at any rate. This week um, in class, we've been uh, focusing on finding miracles, like being aware of of miracles that happen all around us all the time, then that we just don't notice or, you know, we're not, um, our awareness is not organized to notice those things. So we had some great, wonderful stories in class on Wednesday and Thursday about miracles. Uh, in in one case, one of the people in class was in an auto accident last Sunday and managed to, um, was at a busy intersection. Somebody ran the red light. He wasn't at fault, uh, but he managed to get his car maneuvered so that he wasn't hit directly on the side of the car. It did catch the rear of the car, but he wasn't very injured. He was able to walk away. So that's... And he he was able to tell us in great detail, and it he felt that... That qualified definitely as a miracle. Um, And my miracle was that I was able to get home on Thursday before everything completely iced down, and I was able to get up the driveway. So that was a very good thing. And other people had things that they had noticed during the day, um, like people traveling safely or uh, the electricity, you know, they lost power on uh, Thursday, but then it came back on. So there, there are just a lot of little things that happen every day that we can't explain. It can be coincidences, um, someone calling to check in for no apparent reason. Um, somebody who's been sick begins to, for no apparent reason, just get well. There are so many little miracle things that happen during the day. And the technical definition for a miracle 
is that it's something that happens that cannot be explained by natural or scientific laws. That, and basically what that means is that it, uh, um, these, these things can't be explained by what we know about creation right now. So we may be able to, you know, using quantum physics, we may be able to explain more things in a month or a year or a day, who knows. But one of the things that we talk about in class is how there is always grace moving. So regardless of how things are turning out or the extreme difficulties, there is always an element of grace moving through what happens. And sometimes it's very difficult to see that grace. And sometimes it may be something that... uh, that we're not aware of and suddenly you become aware of something like, you know, around the riot uh, at the Capitol on January the 6th. You know, we're beginning to hear more and more of the backstory, um, which is not at all pleasant to listen to about terror, you know, like terrorists right here in, in the U.S., um we don't like hearing that but that's information we need to know we need to know that there are people uh who are willing to choose violence over democracy and probably because they don't think that democracy serves them which is tragic um so in some respects it when we see things like that it's good to know and it tells us we've got a lot of work to do we've got some seriously disenfranchised people who are choosing violence and personality over democracy and our forefathers and foremothers and the people who actually helped write the Declaration of Independence and the Articles of Confederation and the Constitution, you know, we're working very hard to find a way to govern, to um, to have the United States of America and to also respect states' rights, which is not easy to do at all. Not at all. So one of the things that I think was a miracle is that there weren't more people injured or killed uh, on January the 6th. I think that's a major miracle. And 
part of the reason that that more people weren't hurt or killed is because of the amazing job that the Capitol Police did. I mean, that's that's just grace of God that there weren't more people injured or killed on either side, either side. So the the world is going through difficult times for sure. And we haven't even talked about the virus, but that's another, you know, grace of God thing where the the vaccines getting out and it's getting out in around the world. And they've discovered things like you can get an because the some of the bottles are are have more vaccine in them you can get an extra shot out of some of them so it's those little grace things that happen and apparently based on the news that i've seen the folks um the medical people in west virginia have done a great job of being organized, getting the vaccine out to places and getting people in to get the shot. Of course, West Virginia is a small state and it doesn't have the same population as Texas or California or New York, but that's still an accomplishment. And the news piece I saw on it, they if they had vaccine left over after the people with appointments showed up, they would get on their their phones and go down a list of people who were eligible or who had signed up and maybe had an appointment on another day. And they would call them and see if they could come in. And, and there were a number of people who were able to do that. So that's a great thing. That's a great thing. And the more that that we can do these small things, that maybe to us, these small gestures, maybe to us, they look small. But to other people, they're not small. They're very meaningful so there is always almost always something we can do to help or to be helpful there is almost always some way we can reach out and be a blessing to other people or to creatures I had some bread the heels on the loaf of bread and I took them out to the tree where the squirrels live and broke them up and put them there so the squirrels could have something to keep them warm some food because it's not easy for them to get to the bird feed feeder
So we know the birds are cared for. Hopefully the squirrels will find the bread. And I didn't butter it or put any honey on it, but it's good bread, so they'll be good. The deer fine. It's frozen out there, and right now we do not have any rain or sleet or snow or ice falling from the heavens. So that's a good thing. The world's a mess right now. It's in turmoil, and it's going to take time to sort it out. It's also going to take good people doing whatever we can every day to make the world a better place. It's what it's going to take. And it's it's going to take some us going through ups and downs to get through this. Tomorrow is uh, Valentine's Day, celebrated here in the U.S. I don't know how much it's celebrated in other countries. And, of course, um, Chinese New Year, which is a two-week celebration, and it's the big holiday for people who, you know, are part of the Chinese culture. And normally... Everybody goes home, like the trains and planes and cars and everything are are jam-packed. But this year, the people, uh, the health people in China just asked people not to do that. So they're having a very virtual lunar New Year's. And that started yesterday which was the first day after the new moon. And it's the year of the metal ox. Okay, so hopefully that means we'll we'll get get something good done this year. The other thing that we've been working on in class is deep breathing. So I'm thinking that we could do some just deep breathing uh, belly, belly breaths. And as you probably know, that's a normal kind of breath that you see with babies. If you watch, have ever watched a baby sleep or a young child, their breathing, their tummy is expanding as they breathe. They're doing belly breaths. And the advantage of that is that the it causes our diaphragm to drop. And when that happens, it expands or opens up our lungs more, which means we can get more air into our lungs, and especially down into that third lobe. Because if we'd been sitting around... And we haven't been like outside walking in 25 degree weather or if we've just been working at home and sitting around too much without enough exercise, we're not getting good air circulation into our lungs. 
That is really important. So it's what we're working on in class, and I thought we could do that for our meditation today. So if you have been sitting, I haven't been sitting much so far today, but if you have been sitting, then uh, take a few minutes, take a minute or two, stand up and stretch. Just stretch everything. Humans are are made to move. We're made to move and stretch. And when we sit or lie in one position too long, then our tendons, our ligaments, and our muscles adapt to that position. And sometimes at night when I'm doing my stretches, I don't remember to do them every night, but when I do, I'm really amazed at how tight everything has gotten. So if you're all stretched out, find a comfortable spot. And we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll talk us through the first part of paying attention to our breath and doing our, our nice deep breathing. And then we'll have about five minutes of quiet. And then I'll talk us back out. I did a recording last Sunday, and I was outside, but the breeze kept coming, and the the microphone picked up. It was so noisy, I I couldn't post it. But we're inside. I'm in my office. I'm toasty warm. So we'll do some breath work, and we'll be quiet for about five minutes, and then we'll breathe ourselves out of our meditation. As you breathe in, feel the air moving in through your nose, down your throat, to your lungs, and allow your tummy to expand. Breathe all the way down into your tummy. As you breathe out, feel the air moving out of your lungs, past your heart, up your throat, out of your nose, as you breathe in, following your breath, feel yourself becoming more centered. And as you breathe out, following your breath, out into the space all around you, allow yourself to relax. Relax.
as you breathe in all the way down into your solar plexus feel yourself becoming more centered as you breathe out following your breath allow yourself to relax just a little bit more when you're feeling centered and relaxed and you're comfortable with your breath And bring your attention to your heart. Feel the rhythm and the warmth and the peace of your heart. And let yourself rest with your heart. And feel the power, the warmth, the joy that can flow through our hearts. Let yourself rest there quietly for a few minutes.
Now as you breathe in, following your breath, down into your solar plexus, let your tummy expand. Feel your lungs filling up from the bottom to the top. And as you breathe out, gently squeeze your tummy muscles. Push a little extra air out of your lungs. you breathe in, down into your solar plexus, be aware of how centered you are. And as you breathe out, following your breath out into the space all around you, Be aware of how relaxed you are. As you gently breathe in, expanding your tummy, be aware of how calm you are. And as you breathe out into the space all around you, following your breath, when you're ready, open your eyes. No matter how many times I do a meditation, I'm always amazed at how it can shift my mood, my awareness, the way I'm centered, my breath, the benefits of even a five or ten minute meditation, maybe two or three times a day. The benefits are enormous for our well-being, our health, our emotional condition at any given moment, um, our nervous system, our immune system. So remember that this is an option you always have. Even if, you know, you have to do a quick little breath exercise in an elevator on a busy day. And if you can keep your meditation going right now, that's great. Do it if you have the time. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Find the miracles. Remember to look for the little miracles, the medium miracles, 
and the big miracles. They're happening all around us. Take really good care of yourself wherever you are. Talk soon.